Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. It's Tuesday morning, Tuesday, 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 here in wherever you are, wherever I am. I know where I am. I'm, I'm in Connecticut, but wherever you are, it might not be Connecticut. It might be Connecticut. It might be outside of my house. I don't know. But anyway, wherever you are, it's, it's a good day. And today I'm going. So I've been doing this lately. I've been going and just decided to hit record and just see where this conversation goes. And uh, I've enjoyed where it's, where it's happened the last couple of times. So I wanted to continue this. And my uh, guest was uh, cool enough to go along with it. So uh, I want to bring on right here, right now, Queen Angela. I said it. I said it. That's who I'm bringing on. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Um, I didn't know what I was going to say there uh, with that, but I'm I'm going to go with that. Uh, so let's see. So you had on your, I saw on your Facebook, I think you have more CEO and LLC titles than I do, and uh, which I admire very much. Um, so I mean, how are they, is everything kind of connected in a way of what you do? Um, or is it, you know, a whole bunch of different separate, uh, separate business ventures or how does that work for you? So everything that I do, um, it's, it's connected. Um, I am, um, the CEO of Aspiring Authors Magazine, um, which is a magazine. So let me tell you a little bit about myself first so, sure. that, we can, so that we can get to, to that. So okay. I am a survivor of domestic violence. I'm a suicide attempt survivor. I am an author. Um, I am also a fellow um, podcaster. Um, I um, help um, those that want to publish books, self-publish books. I coach them. I am also a life certified um, coach. So um, that, that's just a little bit about me. So everything, this journey that I've been on is, is all around purpose and, and helping individuals to understand that they have a purpose and, and that they have a voice. So everything that I do is, is surrounded around that. So I have a magazine to allow people to share um, their voice through their writing and, and different things. Um, I also do podcasting. Um, I have a um, organization called AALAC, which is the African-American Author Literacy Awareness Campaign, where we just bring awareness to um, brown authors all over the world that are, most of them are self-published authors. And being self-publishers, um, we often have difficult um, times getting in um, bookstores and libraries and different things. So what I do is I try to bring awareness um, to self-published authors, give them a platform um, to share their brands and to share their writing. So um, everything I do is connected. So then with that, so do you have them, if they're wanting to be a self-published author, are you having them uh, in your magazine as well as then having them on your podcast to be able to have kind of that uh, crossover on that or because I, I don't know because sometimes people who write don't like to talk and sometimes people who like to talk don't like to write or do those kind of overlap a lot in your life well if you come across my platform 
um, you cannot be someone that does not like to share because I will push you. Um, if I see um, that you have a, 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 a purpose, a, 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 a gift, I will push you in that area. Um, I, I've had so many people that um, say that they are introverts and say that they don't like to be in, um, in, in, in the public. And I have them doing podcasts now. <laughs> so it, I, I try to really bring awareness to people. So I, I want people to truly understand that they have a voice and that, you know, these gifts, these things that we've been given the opportunity to share with the world and to share the things that we've been through, that we can't be quiet about them, that, that we have to share. Um, so I, I push them. So no. <laughs> So then how did you decide that you're going to get into what you do? I mean, what was the first step? I, were you, did you write a book first or did you start a podcast or did you just all of a sudden were at a point in your life where you had some struggle of some sort and knew you needed to overcome that and, and that's how you got to there or how, how did that work for you? Totally writing a book was not in, 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 in nothing that I wanted to do. Podcasting was nothing that I wanted to do. Um, I was actually um, living in a small town, Anderson, South Carolina. And um, all of this birthed from me starting a after school and a summer program. Um, and my children, the children that were a part of my program, they wanted um, to do something different. They didn't want a regular summer program. They, they, they said, we don't want it to be like school. So I, I was trying to find different things to do. So I would bring people in to do workshops and they would tell me what they wanted to do. Like if they wanted to be a chef, if they wanted to be a doctor, they, whatever they wanted to do in life, I would bring somebody in that was doing that so that they could see themselves doing that and they could talk to that person. So we started doing workshops and this lady came one day. Um, she came from Atlanta. And um, she was teaching, she actually did the, they made the um, cardboard um, books. And um, she told me that day, she said, I see you writing a book. And at that time, I never thought about writing a book. And I come on Facebook because my children, they, they, they kept complaining about the books that we had at the program. So I said, well, let me go on and see if I can find, I came on social media, I came on Facebook and I said, let me go on and see if I can find some children books. So I, I started reaching out to all of these. I didn't even realize that there were so many brown authors. Like, and I didn't realize that there were so many authors right in my midst. Like I could be right here. And, and so I reached out to the authors and they began to want to come to the program and really pour into the kids. And this young lady from Texas, she had been following me on Facebook and she saw all the things that I was doing and she asked me to be a part of her anthology. And wow. that first anthology, um, it, it was just something out about being able to share my story and being able to share my journey because people often tell you that they, they see you writing a book or you got a book in you, but you, I never thought it. I never thought it, but she gave me an opportunity to write in her anthology. And now I am 57 books later um, I have, um, <laughs> I have published, co-authored, um, 57 books, 58 will drop on April the 1st, which is my birthday. Uh, it's not a joke. No. Is it, is it a joke? It's not. Because <laughs> of April Fool's Day. 
it is not a joke. Okay, all right. It's, it it's coming, it coming, is my birthday, and with it, the book is going to drop on my birthday. What's and, that book? Um, I, I just, I, I just want it to be a change for my community. I, I want it to make a difference in my community, and um, I just started doing different things, um, and and trying to bring things to the community for the kids. And it just took me on a whole different avenue. And then I started AALAC, which is um, the African-American Author Literacy Awareness Campaign, where I started bringing awareness to literacy. Because in South Carolina, at that particular time, we ranked number 50 in education, and we were number one in domestic violence. And being yep. a survivor of domestic violence and working with kids, that, that was just something I say, you know what? I can touch on two things at one time. I, I can bring yeah. awareness to things that are affecting my community and I can bring awareness to um, literacy at the same time. So that's how AALAC launched. Um, during the pandemic, um, I was trying to figure out how can I keep um, the things going with AALAC. So I um, started doing virtual book tours I started doing a lot of things virtually and I've always wanted to do a magazine. And people will always tell me they were gonna help me. They were gonna do this, they were gonna do that. Long story short, um, I had a friend that lived in South Africa and um, wow. she reached out to me. She told me that her daughter had just graduated from college and I was telling her that I really wanted to start this magazine. And she said, my daughter do it. Like I thought she was just playing. She was like, my daughter do it. She said, she'll do it. I say, you're going to ask her? She said, no, she's going to do it. <laughs> so she um, pretty much like, launched my magazine for me. She worked with me um, the whole 2020 and um, 2021 whoa. and helped me to, um, to be able to, you know, get my hands in it and, and really get a feel of being a, a magazine editor and being a magazine owner. And now here it is, 2023. And I'm doing it by myself. Um, and I tell you, I truly Whoa. have um, enjoyed it. It gave me an opportunity to be a voice um, for those that think that they don't have a voice and to touch on topics that, you know, people don't want to talk about. You know, it's, it's oftentimes that things go unheard of because people don't want to talk about it. So I, I try to be that voice and I try to give individuals that, um, that's, that have a message or something that they want to get out or something that's, that, that's near and dear to their heart, um, I give them the opportunity to share. Um, so that, yep. that's basically how I got started in, in, in a nutshell. <laughs> Do you sleep? Um, Sometimes. Sometimes, okay, yeah. But it's going to be plenty of time for that when 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 my time is over. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a journey. You know, when I say God spared my life, and yeah. in 2014, I was shot point blank range with a sawed-off shotgun in a domestic violence um, incident. I shouldn't oh. be here, but God spared my life, and when He spared my life, you know, He dropped in my spirit. In 2012, He had dropped in my spirit that I had a purpose. He je dropped Jeremiah 29 and 11 in my spirit. What and does that say? It, it, it says that I declare that I have a plan for you, to prosper you, for you to be in good health, for you to have hope and a future. And that was dropped in my spirit. And, and, and then I would go through domestic violence, you know, and, and I was like, well, okay, Lord, is this the plan that you have for me? But through it all, I continue to, to, to remind myself that he had a plan for me. So when, when, when I was deep in, in depression and going through, one day I just cried out to him. 
And it's just like instantly things just started to happen. Things just began to turn around. I, I came on Facebook. I hadn't been on Facebook in a long time. And this was in um, 2019, I think it was. 20, 2019 is when I came back to Facebook. No, 2020 was when I came back to Facebook. So when I came back to Facebook, that it was January of 2020. And it just seemed like everything just, just started taking off. I never done a live on Facebook. That was the first time that I've ever done a live was in 2020. And every day I would go live. And oh, wow. there would be in, <laughs> talking wow. about the, the organization, you know, trying to get people involved. And I would just start interviewing people. And there were there was a guy that um, hosts a, um, he has a network over on Rock Talk Radio. And he asked me to be a part of their network to host a show. Um, May, cool. I will be celebrating three years on that network. I have been a part of that network for three years. Um, my show is called Walking in Purpose with Angela. And I just allow people to come on and share their story, you know, to share how they got where they are. Because no matter what, what you go through, we have to remember that God has a ultimate plan for our life. He declared that in Jeremiah 29 and 11. So no matter what we face, we still have to understand that he has a plan for us. We may get off track, but that yep. plan that he has for our life, it shall come to pass. It shall prosper. It shall manifest in, in this season. We shall see it happen because he's not a man that he shall lie. And his word is not going to return to him void. So we just have to catch up with our destiny because we have to understand that everything about us before we were even conceived in our mother's womb, he had already declared. So, uh, okay. So then I have a question from a little bit earlier then too. So, uh, I mean, what do you think of the education system then? It seemed like, well, with, cause I mean, like, for one, just having, being able to have something besides the, what the, I guess it would be, you know, the failing curriculum that they have um, in South Carolina right now and a lot of other places too, being able to have something where there's an alternative as well, where you'd be able to, for people who maybe weren't going that, that route of whatever, whatever the school's trying to uh you know make, make kids to be i guess more than anything so like were you trying to give kids who kind of thought differently a new platform or what, what was your thoughts my whole on idea that was to um just be able to provide a i wanted to provide an outlet for the kids um during the summer because a lot of, a lot of times people don't understand that when kids are out during the summertime, if you're not still stimulating their minds, you're not still putting things into them, you're not still reinforcing the things that they've learned throughout the school year, it is irrelevant because everything that they've learned during that gap, they're going to they're gonna lose it. Yep, if, you're not, it. if you're not carrying it on, if you're not doing something. So that is very important that we still are pouring into those kids. I know you want the kids to have fun during the summertime. You want them to enjoy their summer, but it's still important that you provide them that educational um, that educational time too, so that they don't lose all that they have gained. And I tell you, the reviews that I got from the program, parents were just pleased that um, when their kids went back to school that following year, how they how their socialization was, how they 
they they reading levels had went from one level to the next and, and just different things. And I see some of those kids now on, on social media. I, I see pictures that their parents are posting. We've even had some that graduated and have gone off to college. We had we had wow. two that were in the program. They were they were like our little helpers um, because they were older. They were teenagers. And they've actually gone off to college and graduated. And one is now working in the social working field. So oh. just to be able to, to say that, hey, I, I, I had some part in, you know, this baby. I had some part in this baby. And I, I see some of the younger ones that were three and four year old when we had the program now in middle school and, and see how they are thriving. Like I, I see one that we used to have to go and, and sit in on these um these EPIs and, and sit in with um, the resource teacher and sit in on these meetings to try to figure out how we gonna work with this child and then see how she's thriving now. You know, those are the things that, that, that I love to see. And, and that's the reason why I started doing what I do because I, I just wanna be a, a, a part of the change and make a difference. Yeah, and I mean, and being able to give people the platform is maybe step two. I mean, if step two, if not step one, is being just having someone say, here's a platform. Um, I mean, it might be they, they notice that they need a platform themselves would be step one, but you don't really even need step one if you just, someone provides you that platform and then here you go and you have, tools at your disposal you never would have had before and being able to be with other people who are in the same boat that are you know looking to improve their their lives and so like are you having is there an adult version of what you do well um it pretty much everything that i um started out doing has pretty much moved over to the adults now um I stopped working with kids um, in 2020. Um, I actually moved from Anderson to um, Atlanta. Um, and I, I didn't really get back into working with the kids. I just, I, I started focusing on writing and, and, and just trying to provide a platform for individuals that wanted a voice. That's how I got where I am now. Um, <laughs> um, being an author, um, being a life coach, um, being a motivational speaker, um, writing for the, the magazine and just hosting these um, shows and, and doing a lot of the stuff because I, I want those that think that they don't have a voice because there's still a lot of adults that, you know, think that they don't have a voice and think that they don't have a place in the society, but they do, you know, so I, I'm reaching out to those adults now and, and because we are the leaders. We, we, we have to be able to help give something back to those kids and to help bring them forward. So I, I want to lead by example, and I, want, I don't want to just do it by myself. I, I, I want to have a whole crew of people, a whole circle, a village of people that can do it too. So I, I spend my time trying to pull into um, my, my, my fellow um, males and females. Um, so the people are reaching out to you then like how, how are you kind of creating your your group of people around you then how's that how are they all coming into play are they people that have worked with you before or are you just collaborating with them or how's that work well 
somebody called me the queen of collaborations one day and they just started, everybody just started using that and just started, because I like to bring people together. Um, currently, um, I am doing a 121 days of prayer. We started in February. Um, this is our third year doing it. So um, my first year was just three of us. Um, the second year, we had 20 people that joined us every day for 121 days. Um, we also produced a book. Um, we did a book, um, two volumes out. We have volume one and volume two um, that's out. And each time, the very first book, um, there was 121 individuals that shared um, affirmations inside of that book. Um, this past year, 2022, we ended up with like 61 individuals sharing affirmation within, within this book. So it just gave me an opportunity to connect with people. And when people see me posting um, different things on various social media platforms, they, they just come, they just, they just gather. And then people always want me to be a part of different things. And I never can go anywhere by myself. Like if anybody share anything with me, I always have to let them know, hey, do you have room for somebody else? Do you have room for this? Do you, can you, uh, yeah, that's that's me. I, I I just believe in paying it forward and I believe in, you know, taking people with me. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing. Um, with the, and it gets like it's easy to get lost on that, especially once once you kind of get those stars in your eyes or whatever it may be, and you just it's very easy to lose touch that you wanna be giving back and you know, helping helping other people rise and not not getting you know jealous or whatever of other people, um, and just yeah, really been able to yeah bring everyone up to be on your level or exceed your level to be able to do what you're doing, take what you're doing, and be able to you know make other people's lives a lot better and um yeah I, that's that's helpful and so then uh, i have another question uh so when you write uh what do you do you have a yellow pad and paper and a yellow pad of paper and some pens uh do you have a notebook do you have a typewriter do you have a computer uh what do you do there well it depends um, it, it depends because sometimes stuff will hit me and I'll just have to jot it down on whatever. <laughs> yeah. I just have to write it down on whatever. And then I, I, I put it off to the side. And then whenever I go back and, and gather all these little pieces of paper and, and put them in, in a format on the computer, and then I'll save it off to the side. And then whenever I decide, like the book I'm working on now, um, the stuff that I'm going to be putting in this book, like. God dropped a lot of this stuff in my spirit last year. So it, everything, a lot of it was just jotted down in little notes. So I was able to go back and put it um, on the computer. So that's that's normally what I do. So then are you writing this as this kind of an outline and then making more and more detail on each part of it? Or are you just kind of writing it as it goes and eventually it gets to an ending? I just write as I go. You know, however he lead me, that's how I go. That's that's and then sometimes, like, see, I do a lot of anthologies, and uh -huh. and with anthologies, um, I'm not the only person, so I, I it, it's just like, um, it, it makes it so much easier for me to focus on my writing because I know that I don't have to worry about a whole book 
that it's going to be some more people. Um, so just focus on your chapter. So I focus yeah. on that chapter and I, I usually get mine out real quick. And then you can get everyone else kind of get on them. Hey, come on, let's get this going. Let's get let's get it. Let's, let's put this book and we can get it done as soon as you get get this thing written. Look, I'm have I'm doing that right now because um uh. April is right around the corner and I'm telling them I need to get it to the editor. I need to get it to the editor. I got three that I'm waiting on stuff from right now. I gotta get it to the editor. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's what you have to do sometimes, and it's just it works. It's a smart move, and um, and so then with that are you able to i mean like what's what's your favorite thing to write about i mean if you uh, have one thing you like to write about like what's the thing that makes you most excited to write about so i um most of the things that i write about is um something that i've experienced um the book that i'm doing right now the current anthology that we're working on right now is called by faith and um when when god dropped that word faith in my spirit. He, he, he deal with me with, um, like he, he gives me words and he breaks the words down. So like he'll give me the letters and then he'll give me a statement to go along with the letter or a sentence or a paragraph or whatever to go along with that letter. So with faith, it is, um, first seek ye the kingdom of heaven and all things shall be added. The A is aligned with the word. The I stands for be intentional about those things that God has placed in your heart those things that you know that he's called you to be intentional about those things while you are trusting the process, because we got to understand that trials, tests, and tribulations are going to come, but we have to trust the process. And while we're trusting and going through the process, we have to hold on to his unchanging hand because it's by faith that we're going to get to where he's called us to. So that is the basis of my next book. So everybody that's a part of this anthology, and I think it's, what nine of us that's on um, right wow. in anthology. Um, we're going to be sharing about faith in um, a time where our faith was tested and how God showed up and, 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 and saw us through. Um, I have a young lady um, that um, just, um, and, and we praising God for her. Um, she was um, just um, given um, the clear on um, her cancer. She no longer has cancer. She's cancer free. And it's by faith that she got there. Um, she's right going to be sharing that journey. Um, we have individuals that, I mean, it's just amazing of their stories. Um, you, you, you have, I have one that she was a preemie when she was born and um, has endured a whole lot, but it is her faith that has allowed her to, to keep going because they're, you, you, they, they told her she wasn't going to have kids and, and, and she had three. Whoa. You know, so it, it's just, you know, us being able to share because there's somebody out there that is going through the same thing that you have gone through. And, and because we've been able to overcome those things, you know, the words say we overcome by testimony. That means that somebody had to share something so that we can overcome and know that, hey, he did it for them. Hey, he going to do it for me because the words say he has no respectable person. If he do it for one, he'll do it for us all. But we got to believe it. Yeah. So, so then what you said, uh, in it was in 2012 that you became, uh, that you had an experience that got you into faith. Was that correct? Well, in 2012, he dropped that in my spirit. And then in 2014, 
2014, um, May 7th, 2014, I would experience um, domestic violence and be shot point blank range with a sawed-off shotgun. And it was definitely by faith that I, I, I made it and that I survived. It, I, I believe that it was my faith that allowed me to get through that ordeal because I, I, I remember waking up from the six hour long surgery and the doctors standing and talking to hear, hearing the doctors talk to my dad and tell my dad that if I walked, that Whoa. it may be months, maybe years. Um, wow. they, 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 they couldn't at that particular time, they, they didn't know, but the God that I serve, the God that I serve later on that evening, physical therapy was supposed to have been going across the hall to another room, but they accidentally came in my room and they asked me if I wanted. they came in, they had a walker, they had everything. They asked me if I wanted to walk. So I got up. They put my um, machine on the walker and they helped me stand up and I just began to walk. Like, and I walked down the hall. The nurses was looking at me like, what's she doing? And three days later, now this was on a Wednesday, that Friday, I was walking out of the hospital. I didn't Whoa. have to go to no occupational therapy. I didn't have to go to no physical therapy. I walked with a cane for a while until I went to my... My primary doctor, I, I want to say I had been home for my, about a month. And I went to my doctor and my doctor said, what you doing with that? And he took it from me. And I've been yeah, walking ever since. Just fine. That's, that's amazing. And so, well, okay. So then what was 2011 like, like the year before? What, how, what was, draw, kind of draw me a picture of that. So 2011, um, I had, um, I think I, this was around the time when I moved from Atlanta back to my hometown, um, Anderson, South Carolina. And um, I was going through a whole lot um, because at that particular time, I, I felt like um, I'm having to go back home. I, I'm having to go back to my home state. I um, felt like I had failed. Um, things had was not going the way that I wanted. Um, and, and, and transparent moment, um, I got fired from my job um, for something that I did not do. Um, but that? I got fired from my job. Someone called and made a complaint on me. And um, the district manager, she was new and she did not like me um, because I was one of the youngest managers in the company and I was doing my thing. I, I was running one of the top stores. My store constantly ranked in the top 40. And I was constantly getting a bonus. I had been with the company for eight years and never had any type of infractions wow. like this. And matter of fact, I was traveling, helping um, my regional manager train DMs, train store managers and doing all of this. But then they realigned our districts and they put my, um, store and a couple of other stores that were in my district. We went to another district. Um, and the district manager just didn't like me. And um, she claimed that she got a customer complaint. I never got customer complaints. I never got customer complaints. My customers loved me. And okay. when um, that devastated me, like it, 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 it did something to me and it, like it put me in a place I was hurt because all the years that I had poured into that company 
and all the things that I had done for that company, nobody at that corporate office went to bat for me. And that hurt. It hurt. So I was in a, I was in a place of hurt. I was in a place of disappointment and I, I, I went in a shell. And it's like nothing was going right for me. So I ended up having to go back home to Anderson, South Carolina to kind of start over. But when you're in a dark place, um, it's just like nothing seems to go right. And, and that's where it was. I ended up um, getting into a relationship um, with this guy and we ended up getting married um, in 2014. Um, the same guy would um, almost take my life um, in a domestic violence dispute. Um, but that was my 2011. I, I, I was in a place that I, I just didn't know what I was doing. I, I really didn't know who I was. I was just, I was just going through the motions of, of just being here, you know. Yeah. But in 2000, 2000, I want to say 2016. No, it was 2018. It, that was 2018 because it was after I got shot. It was 2018. I was just laying there and I was going through depression. Um, I, I, I was seeing a psychiatrist. I was going to therapy. And even with all of that, they given me medication and I was on this medication and I was still depressed. And I decided that I was going to take my own life. I took a whole bottle. I forget the name of those pills, but they were sleeping pills. They were supposed to make me sleep. And I took that whole bottle and nothing happened. Nothing happened. I didn't go to sleep. I didn't get sick. I didn't nothing. I was just over there, just mad. And I just began to cry out to God. And that day, he saved my life. And he he, he gave me a second chance. He he, he allowed me. It, it's just like, I, I, it wasn't a voice like I'm just talking and he all loud, but it was a, a, a soft voice. It, it just sounded like a whisper that said, yeah, I got a plan for you if you would just trust me. And that's all that just kept just growing in my spirit. And I got up that day and I said, I'm going to go out and see what I can do. So I ended up going to the library. And I met this young lady in the library. And um, I overheard a conversation that her and the librarian was having. And I spoke up about the conversation. And me and her started conversating and long story short, she became my business partner. Um, she helped me um, launch. Um, it, at that time we were um, pushing Grace um, because she had her organization was called Grace Foundation. And um, I was doing um, what I call um, Push Inc. And it was um, um, just helping individuals understand that they have purpose, that they didn't get dropped out of the sky, that you know he have a plan for you. So we merged and um, we just started doing things within the community. That's how we started. We started um, doing a food service program where we would provide um, food service during the summertime for kids because um, um, they would normally be in school. So we um, would go to the library and um, have little workshops. Um, we would go to um, other people's programs and host little workshops and provide um, the meals for them. Um, and God just began to just take the little things because he said, if you be faithful over the little things, he will bless you mighty. 
And it was the little things that I was doing that he began to open doors for me and began to place me before people. And, and just, it, it just exploded. It just went from, from one step to the next step to the next step, you know, and, and being able to be on social media and being able to reach people from all over the world. Um, I, I've had the opportunity to speak in Dubai. I've had the opportunity to speak in Pakistan. I've had an opportunity to speak in, in Africa and, and different places where if it was not for social media, I may not have been able to impact those lives. So um, I, I'm just grateful for the outlet and, and, and just the, the, the grace of God and, and his, his grace and his mercy that he extended to me to, to allow me to be able to do these things because the enemy wanted to take me out. The enemy wanted to destroy me um, through domestic violence and through suicide attempts. He, he, he saw the bigger picture so he knew that we would be here this day talking and you being able to share this. And he wanted to stop that. And he wanted to stop a lot of things. But um, the God that's on the inside of me, he, he, he began to speak to me and, and began to stir up those gifts that he placed in the inside of me. And I, I just had to just humble myself and, and move out the way. So that's why I am so humble and I am so um open to, to helping people and, and, and seeing people thrive because I come from a place where I, I really didn't have that because you have to understand I lost my mom 12 days after my 16th birthday so I I, 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 I I missed out on a lot of stuff you know my dad was um he was a drug addict God rest his soul he was clean and sober for nine years before he transitioned and I, I, I thank God that he allowed me to be able to go through those things and make it through those things so that I can help somebody else that may go through it or may experience it and show them that you can, you can survive. You, you can overcome those things. So I'm just grateful. So if people are going to want to reach out to you, how are they going to reach out to you? How are they going to go? Hey, I need to get a hold of Queen Angela so uh, my life can be awesome. So I am, I, I tell everybody, Go to Linktree, Queen of Collaborations, and you can see everything that I do. You can just click on them links and just go and, and just do a scavenger hunt about me. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of what I had to do, too. I'm like, I don't know what, like, here, here's 20 different websites and links and stuff. It's just like, yeah, here's a Linktree, like, figure it all out. It's everything's there that I, I do. Exactly. So so Linktree, Linktree, Queen of Collaborations. Uh, collaboration or collaborations it's with an s queen of collaboration queen of collaborations that's that's a mouthful uh but uh yeah i'm i'm happy we got to talk today and that uh got to hear your story and then get to have other people who are listening hear your story and you know and yeah get get to hopefully have some people hear this and be able to reach out to you and yeah, just make their life make their life great, and they might the life might already be great. They don't know it, and you're just gonna be able to show them that. Yeah. And so e either way, either way, it's gonna be pretty all right. And so yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and thanks Angela for being on. And yeah, Thank um, you. yeah, and everybody, that is the show man